Welcome to the Asset Management Mastery Podcast. Your hosts, Gary Lipsky and Kyle Mitchell, have more than 50 years of combined experience in operations and management, and more than 25 years of real estate investing experience. This show focuses on educating syndicators and apartment owners on how to build systems and manage their properties more efficiently to become a best-in-class operator. 100% straight talk. Let's jump in. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Asset Management Mastery Podcast. I'm your co-host, Kyle Mitchell, also joined by Gary Lipsky. This podcast is focused on educating operators, building better systems, and becoming a best-in-class operator. Also, be sure to check out our Facebook group, Asset Management Mastery. How many times have you thought, there has to be a better way, while working through endless rent rolls and historicals? Enter Red IQ, who will process and standardize them, generate deep and accurate property insights, and bring you through the final underwriting all in just five minutes. As for underwriting, thanks to Red IQ's new Excel add-in called QuickSync, you can continue using your own model and instantaneously populate it with the data from Red IQ with just the click of a button. Request a demo today at RedIQ.com. All right. Today, we have on the show our very own Gary Lipsky. Today, we're going to be talking about our book, Best in Class, that just launched on Tuesday, the 29th. So, Gary, uh, first, let's tell the listeners why we decided to write this book. Yeah, it's been a labor of love for us. We're talking, I don't know, 15 months working on it and just kind of sharing all the things that we do for asset management and all the things that we've learned from other experts from having them uh, interviewed on this uh, on this podcast and attending our uh, asset management uh, mastery summits as well. Perfect. So let's talk about some of the things that we cover in the book, like some of the topics and, and why we chose some of those topics. Yeah, we go through the whole journey from due diligence to KPIs all the way through to disposition. But every part is so important to becoming an asset manager. You know, there's so much talk out there about finding the deal, but no one's really talking about what to do once you have a deal. And this is so critical. It's not only the purchase price that you, you, know, you buy your property, but how you manage it. And it's so critical to, you know, I'll take our KPI section, you know, having to break down all the different things that we've been talking about, you know, not looking at, you know, let's say occupancy as a whole. We want to break down each particular unit type. And we could figure out, well, if we could push rents on, on some units and maybe not so much on the others. And that can be a huge boost to your NOI just by looking at that. And so we go through all the different things that we do to maximize NOI and ultimately the value of your property. Yeah, I think the other reason why we wrote this book is, you know, there everyone likes, like you said, talking about the sexy part of real estate, right? Raising capital, millions of dollars, purchasing a million dollar property or tens of million dollars. But when you're talking about like reading reports, holding people accountable, managing people, that's just not sexy. And that's why a lot of people don't talk about it. But again, I say this all the time. This is a million dollar business, multi-million dollar business that you're purchasing. And if you don't know how to run it, you can run it straight into the ground. And so what I love about the book is that no matter where you are in your journey, whether you're just starting out building a team, or you're actually going through disposition, you can actually just flip to that chapter and read that chapter to get some insights and best practices on things to do. So I love that you can kind of flip back and forth between chapters and just get the benefit from that one chapter, as well as the whole book as a whole. So what do you think good asset management looks like? Well, first off, 
is being proactive versus reactive. You know, you can't sit back and relax, even if you're hitting your your pro forma 92% occupied and you're off to Hawaii. That's not how it's done. You've got to stay on every single thing, check all the reports because you don't know if you're if you're getting charged extra or something was bought for another property and accidentally charged to yours. There's so many elements that are important. And you know, we talk about doing secret shopper reports. Uh, so checking in on our property to make sure they're doing leasing the way we expect them to do it. You know, we drop in on our properties unannounced to make sure that it's looking the way we expect it to look, not just when we show up and tell them we're coming, but all the time. It's that proactiveness on every single aspect of asset management that really separates the good asset managers from the not so good asset managers. Yeah, totally agree. I would add on that, you know, peeling the layer of the onion a little bit more, asking that next question to ask the right questions, right? A lot of people just take things for, you know, they always say, don't judge a book by its cover. Don't judge your data and information by its cover. Always look into things a little bit deeper, ask the next question. And then the most important thing for me is utilizing the information to make business decisions. I think a lot of people look at asset management like, oh, we have these tools, we have these KPIs. But if you're not using those things, things to actually make educated decisions, then they're a complete waste of time, money, and there's no purpose to them. So that's what's most important to me is utilizing the information to allow you to make you know, business decisions and not emotional decisions. So tell us, Gary, tell listeners, how did you develop your asset management skills? Yeah, you know, I started as an entrepreneur at an early age. And so I learned a lot of lessons and made plenty of mistakes along the way too. But you develop skills. I was also in a, um, a mastermind group and, and learned from others too. And as well as all the interviews that we've done and just keep learning, just having that thirst for knowledge because you never know where a new idea will come from. It could be from someone that's been doing it you know, 30 years. It could be someone just starting out and having a brand new idea. So that thirst for knowledge is so important and we keep improving how we run our assets. You know, Every single week, we get better and better. Yeah, this is one of the times where I'm proud to say that I'm almost 40 because now I've had 20 years of experience, 25 years of experience in running businesses and all that experience adds up. And, you know, there's nothing that can replace that. And so years and years of experience in the business world is really where Gary and I have developed our asset management skills and it's been invaluable. So along the same lines, what's the difference between a property with good asset management and then mediocre asset management? Yeah, you know, it's pushing the envelope on a continual basis. It's again not not sitting back and, and relaxing, but you know how to keep the the foot on the pedal because, like I said, you you might have people sitting back at ninety one percent, ninety two percent occupied and feeling that, you know, that's fine. But if they're pushing the NOI on a consistent basis, how can you add more revenue streams? How can you reduce expenses if you can? But a lot of people do not stay on top of it. You know, that's the properties that we buy. People that they're fine hitting their returns and they fall asleep at the wheel. And we take it over and we see all this value add potential to that property. And we're just constantly pushing the envelope and educating our property management team on how to think differently about the property. How can we keep, you know, moving the dial up and little increments every single week have dramatic effect on the value of the property. 
Yeah, I'll add, uh, you know, the profitability of, a, an, of an asset really is that in that like 95 to 100 percent range or 90 to 100 percent range. So as you move your NOI up 1 percent and actually boost your occupancy up 1 percent, you're actually increasing your profits by 10 percent. So that's the difference between good asset management and mediocre is that extra one or two percent on occupancy that actually drives 10 to 20 percent of profits. And I don't think a lot of people think about it that way. But if you pitched it in the sense that that, hey, 10, 20, 30, 40% of your profits could be acquired or had if you had a little bit better asset management. I think a lot more people would pay more attention to it. Yeah. And then you divide it by, let's say, a 5% cap rate, you know, $10,000 now, you know, adds up to a, a tremendous amount of money. And you're, if you're doing that every single year, we're talking millions of dollars, that could be the difference between good asset management and mediocre asset management. Yep. 100%. So who's the book for? It's perfect for people starting out is people for that have been in the business five, 10 years that are looking for some golden nuggets in there, or even the passive investor that wants to learn how to find good uh, syndicators by understanding the big differentiator of quality asset management. Yep. Absolutely agreed. And then where can people find best in class? Yeah, it's on Amazon, best in class, look up, you know, that or my name, your name, and it's there. And we do have a sale going on, I think, for the first week. So depending upon when you when you hear this, I think you can get the ebook for as little as 99 cents the first week. Yeah. And I love it too, because we offer resources. So there's a website attached to it when you're reading it in there. I won't tell you because it's a secret until you get the book, but you'll log in and you'll get access to a lot of the resources Gary and I use for our properties. So that in itself is worth the 99 cents, if not hundred times more, right? So definitely pick that up. We're very proud of this book, spent a lot of time, energy, and effort, and we appreciate everyone's support on it. And that ends it for this episode. Choosing the right insurance coverage for multifamily properties isn't that complicated, if you know who to talk to. At the Garzella Group, we're uniquely qualified to help you navigate the range of policy choices you have, and we're committed to saving you 30% in the process. We do intensive market research and have nationwide relationships, so we can find coverage other insurance brokers simply can't. We should talk. Go to quotenow.biz, and we'll start the conversation. So if you like this episode, if you can head over to iTunes and Stitcher, give us a like, subscribe, and review so we can continue to grow the podcast. And we'll talk to you next week. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please go to iTunes and leave a rating and written review to help us grow and reach more listeners. You can also go to the Asset Management Mastery Group on Facebook so you can reach Kyle and Gary and ask your questions that you want them to answer on the show. Subscribe too so you can get the latest episodes. Lastly, to stay updated, go to assetmanagementmastery.com and sign up for the newsletter. If you're interested in partnering with Gary and Kyle, sign up on the contact page so you can talk to them directly. Thanks again for joining us. Be sure to tune in again next week for another episode.